0: You're listening to the Growth Exponential Podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Caro-Cook. Today, we're joined by Chandra Stevens Albright, who is the managing director of True Colors Theatre Company. The mission of True Colors Theatre Company is to celebrate the rich tradition of black storytelling while celebrating bold artists of all cultures. Chandra, welcome.
1: Thank you, Bradley.
0: I'm so excited to have you here today because you are the first theater art organization I've ever had the opportunity to interview and especially love it since it's telling the stories of people of color that it's so important, and especially in now's day and age. Could you share with us at a high level about what True Colors does and is all about?
1: Yes, Kenny Leon was the founder of True Colors Theater Company. He's a Tony Award-winning Broadway director. He came to Atlanta as artistic director of the Alliance Theater, which is a pretty groundbreaking thing back in 1990 for him to be an African-American artistic director at such a large regional theater. So he made history in that way. He stayed there for 11 years and then left there and decided to start his own theater company in 2002. So what he wanted to do with True Colors was really make black stories the center of our programming. With the Alliance Theater, they did some black shows, but they did them around the periphery, if you will, the core programming. Well, at True Colors, theaters of color would be actually, plays of color would be at the center of our programming. And so that's what we've done. We've been around for 17 years. Uh, We have a new artistic director who is Jamil Jude. And his vision is for us to thrive at the intersection of civic engagement and artistic excellence. So we'll continue to do amazing, high-quality work. And we supplement that work with really being connected with the community. And when we talk about celebrating the rich tradition of black storytelling. We're really telling human stories through a black lens. And what you see happening is people will come in to the theater and they'll sit down and then they'll realize, you know what, this, this is a human story. There's all black people on the stage or a mix of black and white people on the stage. But I'm resonating with this story as a human. It helps bring us all closer together.
0: Wow, that's so incredibly inspiring. And I'm super curious, like, can you tell us your story? Like take us way back to what it was that led you on this path and journey to True Colors Theater Company.
1: So I'm from Atlanta, native Atlantan. Both my parents were in higher education. My dad's a fundraiser. My mom's a professor at Morehouse College and she's still there. She's been there since I was a baby. With folks that are really focused on education and philanthropy, I grew up in a household that believed in giving back, not just monetarily, but through your time and through your talent. And so I spent 22 years at Coca-Cola and every opportunity I had during that time to serve on a board or to be involved in community engagement, I took advantage of that opportunity. And we had a two for one match, which was a beautiful thing. And so I was very generous with a lot of organizations because it was a really generous match. So 2011, my dad, who was just, I'm his kid, okay? I'm a daddy's girl. Uh, My father was diagnosed with a very bad pancreatic cancer, and it was two weeks before his his 73rd birthday, and we thought we were going to lose him, you know, within two weeks. It was that bad of a diagnosis. And my father decided, you know what, I'm not ready to die yet, and so he underwent chemo. He beat that cancer down. The next two years of his full life, uh, he really did beat that cancer back. I learned just how influential he was in the fundraising world. He was the first black CEO of the board of Association for Fundraising Professionals, very well revered, very much about the topic of diversity and philanthropy. And so all that fundraising, when I was on those boards, I was always a fundraising committee chair, and I understand now I got it from him. So my father did really well for two years. In 2013, he succumbed to the cancer, It was second week in February. I found out that Monday of that week that my job was eliminated, and then my father died the Thursday of that same week. And it was just devastating. It was absolutely stop, reassess, what am I gonna do with my life? My legs had been cut out from under me. So I spent some time thinking, and I decided I was gonna take these fundraising skills and these corporate skills and use them to run a nonprofit. So I ventured out into my first nonprofit job, which was youth development. That job had a camp component, and to me, camping is you open the door to your room, and you can see a parking lot. That is camping Uh to me. The outdoor facilities and the foam rubber mattresses and the tents and the bugs and all that, it was awesome for the kids, but it was just really exhausting for me, so I decided – to take a break and in that break i was approached by someone from who knew kenny and learned that he had hired a new managing director to replace the amazing managing director that was on her way out the door and that person he hired opted out of the job and so they needed someone to take the role and so i went and talked to kenny and was blown away i, I talked to my predecessor talked to some members of the board and i got the offer and it was amazing to me because My experience with theater has been supporting Kenny when he was at the Alliance as a donor and serving on the board of the Alliance and going to shows, but never working in the theater. So it's been very rewarding. This man has trusted me to run his company that's in his name. Um, I'm learning an entirely new industry at this point in my life. I'm, enthralled. It's amazing to see the magic of theater happen when you're on the other side of it. It's like a magic trick that's not ruined when you know how it works. And so I'm in a very happy place right now. I'm getting to use all my background skills and combine them with my personal passions and work with a bunch of really talented, dedicated people. It's fantastic.
0: That's so interesting, and tell me, what is this magic that's happening on the ground? Like, share some stories with us. Oh my God,
1: so you, you read a script and it's paper. It's like reading a book, it's words on paper, black and white, and then these people get together and there's a person who does lighting and a person who does sound and a person who does costume and the director. And before there's even any actors in the room, they're figuring out, okay, How does this person move? And what's the mood in the room when you're talking about this stuff? And that's how the lighting and sound will work. And then the set designers are in there too. How do we want them to move through space? And they're just talking about this stuff. And then the actors come in, and first rehearsal, they're sitting around a table. No one's met each other for this show. And they start reading the script and they're already starting to inhabit the characters. And then that same first rehearsal, these designers I was talking about are sharing their ideas about, okay, here's how I see you moving in space. And here's how I would dress you. And here's where I see sound playing a part in this. And it's fascinating there. Everyone is so attuned and focused and prepared. And I know I sound incredulous, but if you've ever sat in a corporate meeting and had that level of intensity, I have not. I have had 28 years of corporate experience and i have not sat in a a big room of people with everyone that engaged it's you know one-on-one with the ceo absolutely but when you have a a group of you know 10 15 people and they're all right there present it's a beautiful it's, it's amazing And then when you see it transform onto the stage in three dimensions it's magic it's just there's no other word for it
0: what's on the horizon for the theater company
1: okay we're excited so jamil jude is now the new artistic director so he came on august 1st 2019 as, as artistic director he and i joined the company at the same time in 2017 uh, he was the associate artistic director and in that short time kenny saw him as his heir apparent and he is a brilliant director and as i said he's very very focused on making sure that we're talking about things that are relevant now to his two people and so what he did his first season out program this whole season around black women because black women are so underrepresented on the American stage. So all three of our shows are either written by, directed by, have a 100% black female cast and or have a 100% black female creative team. So he's making a bold statement and centering black women on the stage. And then moving forward, he's really looking at things like developing a new play laboratory. So So many talented Black playwrights who don't get a chance to hear their work heard, have a chance to have their work heard. What's really unique about True Color, there's lots of Black theaters in the country. We're unique in that our audience is Black. So in a lot of cases, there's Black theaters that they have a mixed audience, which is great. I'm not getting, don't get me wrong. There's nothing bad about that. What's unique about it, though, is when you have a a primarily black audience, there's some cultural cues talking back to the stage that's hugely welcome and comfortable in our theater that may not be in another theater. It's just not done in traditional theater. So the actors and the playwrights have a chance to hear the audience reaction in in a way that's culturally resonant with them. And we've heard that back from people. It's like, wow, people are laughing in the right places and gasping in the right places. And they understand me. So we're looking at that new play series to try to give those authors and those playwrights a chance to be heard.
0: Oh, wow. It makes me wonder, like, how is it that you measure success with the creations?
1: So from an artistic standpoint, theater is all about creating empathy. When you sit in a dark room with people and watch a play, there's been studies that show that heartbeats synchronize. People are watching something happen that's only going to happen in this moment. You can see the same play 28 times, and you're going to see a different play 28 times because the the things, it's organic. And so it's all about empathy. So one measure is we ask people questions on our survey, this play made me feel more empathetic, this play made me want to make a change in the world. So when we have numbers above 75% of people agreeing or strongly agreeing with that, we feel like we've had a successful play. And then from a metric standpoint, we want to hit our ticket sales goal even though tickets only cover about 50% of the cost of our operating our theater, we do want people to come see the show. So we want to hit our ticket sales goals. But then the other part is contributed. So gifts, donations, the other 50% of running the theater comes from the generosity of corporations, foundations, governments, and especially individual people like us. So people will give out of their pockets and support of something they love those are the most loyal durable relationships a nonprofit can have because they're giving from their heart they're not giving based on a set of criteria they're 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 giving because they believe in you and you show them love back so the contributed part is is another metric that we want to make sure that we are pleasing and delighting all those different groups our foundation partners our company partners our government sponsors and our individual donors
0: i'm blown away by how a theater company can measure success in so many different ways, relevant to all of their constituents. You're doing so much good at impacting Atlanta and the lives of others and inspiring them. What are ways that our listeners can help you?
1: Well, let me say something about Atlanta. So we are based in Atlanta, but we are actually active in 14 cities around the country, Kenny found a thing called the August Wilson Monoan Competition. It's a program to celebrate the words of August Wilson, one of the most celebrated American playwrights. And so this is a competition for high school students that takes place not only in Georgia, but in 14 cities around the country. And then Kenny Leon's True Colors Theater Company sponsors kids to go to New York, winners from each of those 14 cities, go to New York and compete for a national prize. And they do it on the stage of a Broadway theater called the August Wilson Theater. That is a whole nother amazing thing that happens in terms of what people can do. It's like look us up, come to our website truecolorstheater.org, look us up on Facebook at, at @truecolorstheater, on Twitter at, at @kltruecolors, and click on the programs. I mean, we have shows and events. August August Wilson Malone competition. If you're in Atlanta, we would love for you to come out and see the finals in March. If you're in any of the other cities, once you visit our website, go see it. We want people to see live theater. We want live theater be, to be a part of people's lives because it really does change the way you look at the world. And this competition, in Kenny's words, his desire was to have every child have a little bit of theater in their life every day and to build that empathy. So I'd say come be a part of our programming. It doesn't cost anything, um, and it'll change your life. And if you're in Atlanta, we encourage you to come out, visit our website, and come out and see our next show, um, which is Schoolgirls, or the African Mean Girls Play, which starts in February of 2020.
0: Ooh, that sounds phenomenal. So how can folks find you?
1: Yep, so the Facebook page that I mentioned, Actual Color Theater, Our website, truecolorstheater.org, and then Twitter is at KLTrueColors. And all of those, Instagram, I believe is the same as Facebook. We have content about what's happening, what's coming up, our shows I mentioned, Schoolgirls. We have free community events. So January 11th, we're having a free community event called My Black is Beautiful, and it is related to the theme of Schoolgirls, which is about standards of beauty. And then we have a free play reading to after that, also related to the themes of the play. It's the productions on the stage and the magic that I've talked about before, but it's also ways to make sure that we're at that intersection, as Jamil's vision goes, that we're at the intersection of artistic excellence and community engagement, civic engagement, and making sure that we're inspiring those conversations that help us be more empathetic to each other.
0: Amazing. Well, I want to wish you tremendous success in all your worthy endeavors. And when I come to Atlanta, I can't wait to check out the theater.
1: Come on over.
0: Brilliant. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. You've been listening to the Growth Exponential Podcast. If you know an executive director or nonprofit professional that you think I should interview, shoot me an email at bradley at